You know where I'm from, underneath the sun Voices sound like violence, that's where we've been hiding We can make a trip, you and me can dip Lots of the survivors, walking through the fire I feel like the one, come back Yeah, you got great albums on here, like uh, Do With That Wilt by uh, Absol. Yeah, crazy. A, oh, I'm surprised you know that one. I'm actually. huge on Absol. Are you? Huge Absol fan. Yeah, That's, yeah. You know what's funny? These are all actually, I used to have these up in my bedroom. Oh, at no one way. Point. Yeah, they were yeah. like bedroom, like my just favorite albums. Oh, crazy. And I printed them all, laminated them. No way. Um, and had them up in my bedroom. Yeah. And then eventually, like, we built the studio and shit here, and I was just like, well, it only makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Dude, yeah, so we got a, some of my favorite albums, at least. Yeah, you got 10 Day by Chance. That was yeah. one of the earliest records I've ever heard. Yeah. Um, Which song? Cool. Which album, if you remember? Uh, wait, what song off the album? Yeah, I can pull up the track list. Probably, too, like, Prom you... Night. Oh, Prom Night's a really good one. Prom Night's incredible. Um, you Got Me Fucked Up was another good one that yeah, I liked. Yeah, 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 that was great. Um, I, I see you got Acid Rap on there, too. Acid Rap, yeah. Which is cool. Like, I love the Acid Rap, man. I, I didn't really listen to Coloring Book, though, I'm not going to lie. And then anything past that. And the one with, like, the clear, like, Hot Shower, whatever yeah. that one was. I didn't listen to that album at Coloring all. Coloring Book, I listened to, like, at a, it was, like, my high school. It was my high school graduation was when it was. What year did you graduate? Uh, 2017. Oh, you're only a year older than me, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm not, I don't think I'm that much old. I you're think only I'm, a year. You're born 99? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm, I'm 2000. Oh, you're 2000. Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I just I just always associated you with PJ's age. PJ's an old man, bro. PJ's uh, 96, born in 96. Yeah, Christ, yo, my sister's 95. I have an older sister, 95. Oh, crazy. Yeah, so. I have a sister uh, born in 96, and then I have another sister born in 93. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, for me, I still consider myself, for right now, I'm like, I was just in the 90s, but at the same time, I'm not really that old. So yeah. like, I consider myself in that kind of mid, like, weird Gen Z, Gen... Oh, for sure. I don't even know what the freaking names for them are anymore. Yeah, I don't know. There's too many too many labels out there. Can you hear me all good? Check, yeah, check, check. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay, these cool. mics, surprising enough, these mics, like, you don't really... You should talk into them, but, but you don't they, really have to. Like you can hear me here. Yeah. yeah can, hello. When you get really far, <laughs> that's when it gets tough. Yeah, 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 for sure. How's your your recording style? What do you record with? Like you record just like a single mic in studio, or are you like beside the engineer? Um. Yeah. So, mm, I, like when I record, I just record right next to the engineer. So like mm. right next to bounce. So you don't go into any type of booth or anything. No, it depends where we are, but we're always at bounce's studio, so we never have like a. I've seen it set up too. It's actually not it's like it's so chill. Yeah, you guys yeah. do like you guys make insane work just in Thank that you. in that space, like just in that humble space, and yeah. not humble like throwing shade or anything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, it's small. Should. It's chill. It's like is that still the with the garden, the garden room? Oh, sorry, that no, might be their old spot. That was right? the old spot. Yeah, yeah. That, that was where I met him. So that was two spots ago, bro. So like he was in. He was at. It's called the garden now, right? Like mm. uh, Five God and all them's there, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, that's where I first met him. Mm -hmm. I met Bounce because um, PJ brought me to Bounce. Yeah, our P boy PJ. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. PJ, <clears throat> JML, right? He brought me to Bounce. And um, it was just, it wasn't in my session. It was like his friend's session. Mm -hmm. And so he's like, you just want to tag along? I'm like, sure. So I went to his session, his friend's session or whatever. They were recording a song together. And yeah, we, uh, they went outside for a cigarette. Yeah, and so me and Bounce were just there. And he was like, oh, like, like you make music too? And I'm like, yeah. So I just showed him like, uh, you remember Right By You with JML? 
Yes, I do. I remember when that dropped. That one, yeah. And so I showed him that. He's like, oh, I know who you are. You're known. I'm like, okay, cool. So he knew who I was. And then uh, ever since then, we just like, I recorded a verse on that guy's song randomly that day, just like written and recorded it there. Mm. And then ever since then, dude, it's worked with him. Ever since I was 19, it's like three years now or something. Yeah. Yeah. For the people like don't really, that aren't really in the studio, like, like that in that type of setting or yeah. is it like that like you just would rec- write and record on on a beat that what you just heard in the studio while you're there or mm, well it depends like if i was like in someone else's session or if i was on my own yeah but normally on my own so like back when i used to rap i would go to bounce the studio and then we would um make a beat together mm-hmm. or he would make the beat and i would just kind of like you know put my input in and stuff and mm-hmm. tell, tell him what vibe i wanted and then um we would go and i would just do the chorus because chorus is always easy the melodies always came naturally to me and then i would go home and i would i would write the verse come back record the verses and then we'd do the whole process over again make a beat do the chorus right. there and then we'd leave and then i would write the verses come back record and then you know, so on and so mm-hmm. forth. But now it's like, now because I switch genres and everything and I don't rap no more. I do everything there. Mm-hmm. Two hours, two hours, two and a half hours max. Yeah, hours. shit. Yeah, all the songs come easy. That was the, that was my whole thing is like, um, the whole reason we switched genres too was mm-hmm. because I made an album called Paradise Park. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, Paradise Park, 2020, right? 2020, yeah. yeah. And so that was like when I was rapping. And um, uh, yeah, so I was rapping and then we had one session left on the album we already finished the album right so but every single song i would reference um for the album would always be like an indie song indie rock or whatever so like i'd be oh can we take this sound from here or this sound from here and bounces one day was just like why don't we just like try to make an indie song Mm-hmm. I was like, sure, but like all the bands I listen to that were indie always use the higher register voice, right? Right. So I have like three like main influences when it comes to like higher registry. Is like one of my favorite bands called Plums. Uh-huh. I'll send you links for that. It's Sounds fire. Me, yeah. Um, we gonna talk about what you've just been showing me too. Yeah, you want some shit? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So like Plums, um, which is this band from Boston, and then Foster the People. I Foster the People. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And, yeah. And then uh, a little bit of Tame Impala okay yeah so there's like my three main influences for the new sound and so that's all i was listening to at the time right so then immediately that was the first song we made was Candyland. right it's like i might die you know like yeah, that yeah, yeah. immediately just went to uh-huh. a, a higher voice yeah and then um and then yeah i just threw some reverb and stuff on it and then the crazy story about Candyland, bro um you get me in front of a mic i just keep going i just don't stop, <laughs> you dude. Don't stop. i don't stop dude. so you're saying the producers got to give you a loop like they got to uh, just loop that shit like well like, the crazy thing about Candyland is, is he made the beat and i did the voice memos uh-huh. right of what on my phone and i was doing the voice memos of uh the melodies and then he was trying to do some some shit with it i can swear on here yeah, yeah cool you're okay you're yeah. <laughs> I, so, think, I think i've been swearing already, <laughs> shit. so he was trying to do some shit with the computer and the uh-huh. whole thing crashed bro oh. so we had no beat for 15 minutes but i just went off what the voice memo was and i wrote the whole song in 15 minutes Damn, so you can both, both verses and the choruses and the and the uh the bridge and the whole thing and then and then and then he's like okay so i got the beat back up like you want me to loop it i'm like i'm done uh-huh. And we just recorded every you know, the crazy thing about Candyland was my first song I like on the new genre everything everything was the first take we didn't go back and do one different take Damn. everything was the first take and so since then I was like I'm not doing this rap no no more dude yeah. like this is like too much fun dude like way too much fun yeah yeah Damn, I got a lot of questions okay so first yeah, off I can already tell that you're the type of person that like most people in that case where say something crashes or this computer dies yeah that hard drive's not working or this cable whatever yeah are gonna go out for a smoke break go no, and, no. you know go get something to eat yeah you stay there you re- remember that you or you had the voice memos and you mm-hmm. just went strictly off of that yeah absolutely that just goes to like you know the type of like 
artists that I can already tell you are. Yeah. And what, okay, so what, um, you said Candyland, how far into this relationship did you guys have already at this point? Like, With Bounce? Yeah. Um, Candyland was, we made that was in 2020. Early it was like a year after we met, year and a half. Oh, okay. So we were doing rap together for like a year. Like he was making my beats and stuff. And, mm. And then yeah, and then we just and then we did Candyland. After that, I was like, yeah, yeah. never did. So you mentioned like those three. Is it those three octaves or what is it? Like uh, it's just like a vocal sound style of mm -hmm. doing. It. It's almost like the scream I was showing you. It's yeah, like as a sound. And that's like, did you just find more comfort in that than like you know just focusing on like the bars or what you were saying? Yeah, yeah, and like that rap moment, that transition, I guess. Yeah, it's cool because like I still like totally like respect rap and stuff and even like in the in the new music like i still do like rap verses too like on monica lauren and stuff like yeah. that and like um but yeah i don't know it was just one of those things where as soon as i did it i was like i love the sound of my voice i fell in love with the sound of my voice yeah. on it and i was like okay i never i don't really want to do like the other stuff anymore like yeah. i'm just like gonna focus on this so I, who are the three you said tame impala you said uh foster the people, people and, and uh, pears pl plums plums, plums. My bad. pears that's they're fine all, <laughs> that's they're all fruits fine. aren't they <laughs> my bad my bad it's all the the plums fans out there but no so is that the commonality that they all use that high octave like they're the the indie pop but they got that high kind of tonality or? yeah yeah like they all that's like what i kind of listened to like that was my main influence uh -huh. was uh that's what the bands i was listening to at the time right was like a lot of those three and they they all use like a very high voice mm. you know like pumped up kicks by possibly i was gonna say yeah bro you know the deep dives yeah. i've done on that song oh really <laughs> bro yeah, i'm sure if you know you know but it's like school shooter anthem yeah 100 <laughs> percent. you do your googles but yeah um yeah so it's just funny that you mentioned those three i love tame impala like mm, i love um, them. what's the their big track less the one, i know the better yeah that yeah. one gets me every time i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't know yeah. what to tell you but them, uh, honestly there were just a lot of um bands at that time that like even though say i came up in like the rap kind of side of For things sure. there was still like those kind of band like coldplay there were yeah, a lot of coldplay. Yeah, absolutely. i think paradise was one song for me that like incredible song never die but it is what it is yeah um what kind of drove rap for you like when you first started man so i grew up on like heavy metal since uh -huh. i was a kid right and then my sister bought me nba 2k12 yeah and the soundtrack do you know who xv is xv xv school me kid with the green backpack that's what they always call them he had a song on nba 2k12 it's called awesome it was featuring Pusha t oh shit okay. and um dude i heard like, is this oh 2k13 sorry 2012 or 2k12 so yeah. maybe 2011 the song or i don't know yeah i think it was 2011 actually and uh the first it was like a piano because all all like rap i heard before was in like from movies and stuff right i never heard rap mm -hmm. and then um <clears throat> and then yeah dude i heard the opening piano dun, 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 dun. It's always some instrument, I swear. Fucking gorgeous, dude. It was gorgeous. And then and then the, the cadence of it was so chill and it was it was like this I don't know, to me it just carried such a good vibe. Mm -hmm. You know, and so I heard that and then I started listening to you know Chitty Bang. Chitty Bang, yeah. Yeah, like uh, opposite of adults and all that stuff. Yeah, 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 so I listened to like Chitty Bang a lot. And then my sister actually showed me Good Kid Mad City. Really? Yeah, I was twelve. What was the, I was the 12, song? Uh swimming pools. Damn, let's talk about let's talk about good kid. I, I always love a good kid. Mass City conversation. So my favorite rap album. Swimming of all pools. Time, yeah. I think swimming pools is probably a lot of people's like first rap song you ever heard because it's like yeah. the headshot, drink, like, sit down, drink. drink. Yeah. It's just that for some reason that you know like you're sitting there and it's a formula. It's yeah. Like you just know that it's gonna bite at the show. Yeah. At, it's chanting, in, the, right? in the car. Yeah. Whatever it is. And for some reason that album particularly, it's funny enough out of all these that you see in the studio right now. 
that's my favorite album of all time really mm-hmm. hey that's what i'm talking about bro. <laughs> Yo, give me, give me that's what i'm talking about <laughs> but, uh, man. yeah no for that one it was like a lot of songs like mad city incredible is the patented song i use every single time when i want to test the bass in a car yeah yeah for sure so right? if i'm hopping in a new whip and i want to say okay like how's the, the sound system in this yeah mad city is the first one i play Absolutely. i don't go to any song besides that one first 100 um certain things like money trees yeah funny enough that was actually my least favorite song on the album no way but now it's probably my my favorite song really? of all time and dude j-rock's verse on that song mm-hmm. crazy and j-rock himself i, I can tell you because you talked about absol before we hit yeah, yeah. record on the mics but tde guy. Uh, tde, TDE yeah. i'm telling you bro i live 90059 with him hey all different side yo yeah that's a great album it is that's a great album um what's the i forget gumbo yeah. gumbo's crazy gumbo's a crazy yeah, record yeah. that whole album's crazy uh-huh. the whole album's crazy are you big Isaiah Shroud fan? I'm not a big fan, but I've been getting in on him. Actually, pause on that because recent news. But, um, nah, You're Isaiah Rashad is dope. I fuck He's with dumb. him. He, I, there's um, I th- I don't know what song it was. Every time he gets with Kendrick, I fuck with it. Oh, um, um, there's a I forget what it's called. I'll look it up right now. But yeah. even there's some um certain songs are just him. Yeah. Um, where like you said, enchanting. Yeah, for sure. And and I don't know if that's the work of TDE where they just know how to like get these particular artists that just be doing that. 100%. But um, Isaiah Rashad, what was his album in particular that dropped? Uh, the one that just came out. Um, I forget what it's called. The Sun's Tirade was the one. That was great. The one before that, uh, Sylvia demo, uh-huh. insane, insane. It was actually uh, R.I.P. Kevin Miller's on that. That's one of my favorite songs of all time. Dressed like rappers. Mm. That's one that's still on my current playlist. This really? Day, actually, yeah. 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 I don't know if you know that song, but that I one's don't know a, that song. No. It's a fire Isaiah Rashad song. What album is it from? Uh, Sun's Tirade. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. That was like I, I listened to this, uh, Sylvia demo a lot, but then Sun's Tirade, I just kind of listened to the hits. Mm. Titty and Dollar. Yeah, that great one. That yeah. has J Rock on it too, man. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, does it the, right? Yeah, he does. Yeah, I think yeah, does, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the whole crew. What do you have to say about like the new TDE? How do you feel about them? I haven't kept up with it. I know like one of the guys opened for Isaiah Rashad. Oh yeah. Yeah, I forget his name though. There's a guy Reason. He's a if you. Oh, he's cool. He's he does stuff with Absol. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's on TDE now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think they actually had a. Excuse me. I'm. They have a lot of new artists that came on. Yeah. Um, as of recently. Okay. And they're. I don't know. It looks like they're kind of bringing on like the the new TDE now that Kendrick's mm. left. Yeah, that was his final album, right? Yeah, yeah. he's like completely on his own PG Lang shit now. Oh, okay. Um, what is that? Like a label? him and dave free are doing like a creative house oh okay cool where yeah it's a record label but i guess they want to do other type of shit with like visuals oh that's dope i think they just did a a partnership with cash app where kendrick's doing a translation like they're sitting on a patio and it's some old white dude and then his homie from the hood oh okay his homie from the hood's basically telling him well yeah like i made all this money on crack and then i sold it um, or sorry, I like gambled it away on dice wow. and I lost the money. I didn't know how to invest it type shit. Yeah. He translates it to the white guy and the white guy basically tells him, oh, you should have did this, this, yeah. this, that. I don't That's know hilarious. how I feel about it entirely yet, but it was an interesting concept. Yeah. Is what I mean to say. What do, you, some, what do you mean? You don't know what you feel about it? Um, not that I was like offended in any case, but I was yeah. like, oh, it's kind of, um, I don't know what the because I like it wasn't like both sides weren't smart or whatever that wasn't yeah, yeah. what he was depicting like he was taking like the somebody that didn't know what they were doing with their money and getting info from someone who does. someone that does yeah in a in a sense it kind of was that but I think he was doing it in like a tasteful way where oh okay um it was like him just saying that yo we could do better with like the money that we have and cash app is gonna help and with that in some way oh okay okay I want to see like what that means I guess yeah, yeah, is more sure. so my question but you know Kendrick I feel like he's he makes some 
more or less he's proved to have made some smart judgments. True, true. Um, Never really seen him in controversy or ever. I don't think I've ever been in controversy, right? There's one time at the show where I think he uh, he invited that white girl on. Oh, she said the... She started rapping the N-word yeah, left, right, yeah, and center, yeah. and then he, like... He kicked her out, though, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's brutal, dude. That, just the whole situation, I just don't know how yeah. I feel. I'm just like, damn, like, what do you even do? No, like, I feel like you would be in shock, too, right? Yeah. In front of all those people, bro. There's, like, how many people were there? Oh, like, 40, 50,000? It, it was, like, a festival, right? I think it was, it was damn, I think. The so by then he was like huge yeah, yeah. like this was i don't know anyways yeah, that's a brutal um yeah but interesting that like kendrick lamar your sister put you on kendrick I yeah guess. yeah is your sister like into rap like that or yeah like... she's into rap yeah so she put me out it was funny she was supposed to take me to see kendrick when i was like 13 14 when he's opening for kanye yeah and they canceled twice and on the third time they just said well, no we're not gonna come back and we never got to see him live wow. i've never seen him live before yeah. It'd be cool too, though. I saw him when he came for the championship tour. With oh, like, cool! With all, with of all of them, yeah. That's dope. That's that dope. was the one time where I was like, "Yo, I can't miss this." Like, yeah. I, and I think I paid like three hundred for nosebleeds. Whoa! Like it was tough, dude. I've never, <laughs> I've never paid like more than like fifty bucks for a concert ticket. Yeah, yeah. Is that like just because of like where I guess where you're from, or like do you just not really go to big? I just concerts never go like to that? Rogers. Yeah. Last time I was at Rogers, I saw like Iron Maiden. Damn. But it was my dad when I was like 16. Damn. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Like the, the like hard rock band, mm -hmm. you know? But um, no, nah, I just go to like the Vogue if I'm going to see a show or like the rickshaw. Or, yeah. You know, whatever the bands are playing. Yeah. yeah. Talk about like, when, um, I guess that early back then, like when you were kind of growing up, like, yeah. and, and like what kind of got you to that music point? Because I want to hear about like more like, like you said, Cody. Yeah, yeah like, for sure. Just, like Cody as a person before music. Like, were you like the... Um, like in school were you like the class clown type shit or were you the uh I, I don't know i was very like i was a shy kid to be honest like mm -hmm. growing up and I, I never really broke out of that until i was like high school maybe and mm -hmm. then high school you know when you're high school you're trying to find yourself you don't really know who you are and stuff yeah. and then and then now i know like and now i'm like pretty solid in who i am yeah but, i think a lot of people go through that I yeah like i have yeah a lot of people 100 percent. and just like the early days i don't know man i was just like a kid that just wanted to be accepted and loved by people and have my friends and do fun shit with my with my buddies but yeah, um, yeah. i was never like a really like a class clown but and and then when we get to high school i just like was pretty chill yeah i was chill everyone liked me i was were friends you, with everyone were you, were you the type like that just knew and like were tapped in everybody or were you just kind of like yo i'm just i'm just taking my like doing my thing like oh you know, i was a social butterfly, oh, social butterfly? I, I, I tapped in with everyone yeah every single person bro like no matter like what group you were from or whatever like the clicky stuff like yeah. I, was, I was friends with everyone i never had any issues in high school yeah which is kind of cool to say yeah i no. mean like i'm from mission bro we have like we have one high school mm -hmm. so like everyone knows each other so it's either like you're a dickhead and then nobody likes you or it's like everyone's cool with each yeah. other yeah and i was like lucky like my grad class and like <clears throat> everyone i grew up with everyone was cool with each other mm -hmm it was never like no beef or anything everyone was super cool with each That's other good. like yeah. yeah no i feel that like where there's not that many people saying your grad class or whatever it is like same with mine too yeah um in that i guess that particular point because i what was your school like were there a lot of people that were kind of musically inclined as well like because mm. My question is for you is like, what's in the water in Mission? Because apparently you guys just got a whole bunch of talented ass people yeah. up there that <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, there's another person from Mission that I'm hearing about. I'm like, wait, really? Like, really? I already got like, you know, JML and like Nona at the top of my list. And now there's like all these people underneath. And yeah. I don't know. Tell me, like, what's like, what's the vibe out there in terms of the music scene? Dude, there's like no, I don't know. It's weird. It's, it's kind of cool because like everyone that's really like popped out of Mission, very different. 
Uh-huh. Very different. So like Paufu is from Mission as well. Wow. So like me, yeah, me and him went to high school together. Wow. Okay, and I, okay. no one knew we made music in high school. And he was he was like I don't even know. He's probably like five hundred thousand monthly listeners while he was in high school or something like that. And nobody knew. How you walk the halls like that? Just knowing yo, none of these motherfuckers. Need he's shit. like the humblest <laughs> kid ever, bro. He's, yeah. He's dope. Um, but then like he's like lo-fi, and then I make like uh, back then I was rapping, but now I make like pop music. Right. Like a weird like indie pop, and then um like Carly Rae Jepsen from there. Call me maybe, dude. Yo, this is the she cra- from Mission too. She's from Mission, bro. I swear I saw Abbotsford somewhere. Nah, nah. They, they will, I saw that on her Wikipedia. Lies, dude. Damn. Her, her, her grad. Her grad here first yo her grad pictures in the in the heritage park secondary and in, in in mission dude yeah the crazy thing is like two of the biggest songs of like my generation came from mission bro yo Paufu has the deathbed song that was huge on tiktok it's uh-huh. at like 1.5 billion streams or something carly Jepsen, call me maybe both two you don't even need to talk about call me maybe yo, yo two two <laughs> mission artists bro have two that's, of the biggest songs ever that's of my generation insane. isn't that crazy dude that's it. And you're up next, bro. Uh, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hope so. And then, and then, you know, JML uh, boosted. Have you ever heard of boosted? I was gonna ask you about boosted. Fucking yeah. dope kid, man. I love that kid. Me and him went. Me and him were in the same PE class together, dude. Really? Yeah. <laughs> he came up to me one day and was like, "Yo, I, I make music." And I was like, "Because I knew him since I was like a kid. Because we went to the same elementary school yeah. and stuff, right?" And I was like, "Does you make music?" And he's like, "Yeah, I rap." I was like, "Bro, you rap?" <laughs> and then he played. I was like, "You're crazy!" And he makes all his own beats and shit. Really? He's insane. Talented. He has a little setup like this in his room, just like his bed here and this, and he makes like insane quality stuff. And um, very DIY. Are, are a lot of them like producer based as well, or is it just like. Mm, I think. Because like, I've noticed like even with JML, producer too. Yeah, like, like JML and Booster are the only ones I know that are okay. like producer based. But then like, I don't know if. Have you ever heard of Lights? Lights. The singer Light. Have you heard of Lights? Yeah, she lives there. In Mission. I don't know if she's from Mission, but she lives yeah. there. And like her husband, um, he's not from Mission at all, but he's my friend, my friend Bo Haboken. Uh-huh. He's a singer of like a screamo band really? called Bless the Fall, and they're huge. That's insane. Yeah, like we have like all these super talented people in Mission, man. man I, I, I love that some water town. down to Coquitlam, yo. <laughs> I love that town, dude. I need some of that Mission water because I don't awesome. know what's happening over there. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. That's insane. That's insane. Is that something that you like find being from Mission? Is it like we're you're not necessarily one even though maybe it's not like a metropolitan area yeah because for people that don't necessarily know mission it's more of um describe mission it's like a more rural area it's like a rural area but it's like it's getting pretty like suburbia type mm-hmm. thing now but there's like you know we have a shit ton of farms it's mm-hmm. like super like i lo- open my front door and it's beautiful mountains mm-hmm. you know it's like super sick location to be in but it's it's not like a metropolitan area like I, it took me like 45 and 50 minutes to get here yeah you know to, to vancouver to when i go to record mm-hmm. to at bounces to hour 15 dude sheesh that's insane. But I love it. I love this. <laughs> you drive an e-vehicle? I hope. Nah, man. All Damn. gas, dude. And with these prices too? <laughs> fuck. fuck. It's crazy. Man. But no, man. It's it's dope. I love Mission. I never want to, I never like, I eventually like want to like, you know, expand. The bird has to leave the nest at some point. But like, yeah. I'm always going to come back, raise my kids there too. Like That's what I feel. This like, is fucking dope, man. I'm trying to like, like, I'm trying to do that. You know how Drake, you know, blew up worldwide, but yeah. he still, even from way back, he started building his house in Toronto. Amazing. Like his castle because he knew that's where he wanted to be absolutely i'm trying to do that same shit yeah 100%. like i don't necessarily i love vancouver for what it is yeah. or say vancouver but like the city that i live in in particular absolutely um so being from mission even though maybe you guys are maybe a little bit of a more distance or a drive at least apart yeah do you find yourself like like all you guys wanting to collaborate with each other is that something that's common out there like um 
I feel like everyone just kind of keeps to their own, not in like a, a hate hated type of way. Like, mm-hmm. but like me and Boosted make songs together, and like Boosted and Powfu have made songs together, and and then you know me and Jim. Actually, yeah, you're right, bro. It's a collaborative type of yeah type of energy. I feel like every like well like in a sense at least, but like because some people don't even drop a track together. Yeah. At least you guys, you know, like I see you and Boosted dropping a few tracks together. Yeah, for sure. You and JML on one or two together. Mm-hmm. Um, you might drop like a whole bunch of shit with Pow Fu. Yeah. But in other places, like they be living, well maybe because they're maybe more artists in an area, like yeah. a single city, like Atlanta. Yeah. Um, that not everybody's gonna be collabing with everybody. True, that's very true. But um, yeah, I wonder what that's. You know, it's one crazy thing that I realized too is like we're so we're like out there, right? So it's like you know how like some people in the city or whatever, no shade or anything, but like some people will sound the same. Mm-hmm. Like in Toronto, especially, like a lot of people will sound the same. Yeah. Uh, the cool thing about being like a rural community is like you don't have that influence of people being like this is the hot shit that's out right now. Right. You know, like you, yeah, you can see it online and stuff, but like, like that's why everything's so different in mission. No, hundred percent. Like power food boosted, um, myself, JML, we all make such different types of music. And I was going to ask that, did yeah. you find that like, there's a commonality in the music you make or are you guys all on different shit? I feel like we're all on different shit. Mm-hmm. You know, like when me and power food get together, then, then we merge our sounds or when me and boosted get together, we merge the sounds or me and JML, we merge the sounds. But then like when we all do our own separate stuff, so different. Mm-hmm. And that's so cool, man. How yeah. everyone can come together and just do their own thing. I love it, man. It's awesome. hundred percent. Yeah. I've noticed that in the province, at least there just seems to be like an uptick in, in like live performance and festivals mm. like i'm seeing a lot more festivals um you know i think there's one in victoria there's one in abbotsford jam and jubilee jam and jubilee awesome is that one that I, I don't know if that's that might be the one that i saw but i've been i saw another one like maybe something that was named besides i know jam and jubilee's been around for a while right yeah yeah so i think i might have seen a, like a new flyover something different oh, okay i'm not too um, sure not entirely sure don't quote me but um i know victoria also has a uh, rifflandia mm-hmm. yeah that's been around for a while too oh okay okay yeah yeah, they got big artists there yeah and I'm, I'm seeing an uptick in all these festivals like of course you know faded's been around for a while yeah. breakouts the one that everybody wants to talk about yeah um but yeah it's uh, when it comes to you guys like do you got, find yourselves like uh, are a lot of you guys performers as well or is it more that they're just artists like making music in a sense um, I feel like a lot of people from Mission are just like pretty removed from like the local scene out here. Mm-hmm. Especially when I was rapping, that's one thing I never felt accepted by was like the local scene. Right. And then, um, but like not in like a, oh like what was me type of crying yeah. way. It's just like I didn't put the effort in because mm-hmm. I'm like all the way out in Mission, right? So right, it's just right. like one of those things where you just uh, I don't know, man. Like I performed a lot. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say that you like I honest. used to perform a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went on tour with Snack the Ripper, right? And like 47 shows in two months when I was 18. I was going to say two months? Yeah. Crazy. That routing must have been insane. Insane. All through Canada and then all the way down through the States. Well, I went to Wichita, Kansas, bro. That's insane. Talk about that tour experience. Like, I'm sure there are, like, where did you sleep? Like, what was the turnover rate? You perform a show, are you gone the, that night? Or are you um, leaving the next morning? Yeah, it was like, uh, like we started in BC and then, and then, yeah, it was, it was cool. It was like we, we had a Sprinter van. Mm-hmm. We go to the show, set up, do the show, go to a hotel that the promoter paid for. Right. And then you leave the next morning, maybe do like a six-hour drive to the next city or however close it is. And yeah. Then, and then you do the whole thing again. Yeah. But it's uh, I don't know, man. It was it was cool. I was homesick. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really my scene. But, uh, yeah, I'm how, super grateful I was explaining it. that, like coming going home and saying, hey, like, yo, I'm going on tour. 
My yeah. parents are super supportive. My oh, parents okay. are the chillest people you ever meet. Really? My mom, my best friend, I have my mom's name tattooed on me. Bro. That's what's up. I want to do that one day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, my parents are the chillest people. So yeah. it's just one of those things where like they've always been supporting. Because I've been making music since I was thirteen. Yeah. Right. So it's almost been like ten years. It's been like nine years. Right. So that's blessed. Yeah. So ever since then, like my mom was at my first show, dude. She's really? on like a table, like turning up. <laughs> oh, let's you go, should get Tams. her initials tatted right here. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Th. That'd be hilarious. That'd be wild. I think it's the ultimate sign of um okay I, I read somewhere about how drake did that how yeah. he tattooed his mom's initials on his eye did he yeah Crazy. so that that's where that com comes from he, okay. he actually did tattoo like his mom's initials on his eye yeah like like a teardrop type shit oh amazing and i had read somewhere that they called it the softest tattoo in, in hip-hop yeah. or i guess it's not a, it's not an eye drop so i guess he doesn't prove that he's that hard but yeah i don't know i don't know i found it interesting i I love my mom. I love my mom, dude. But I don't know parents. if I would go to... I want to get her name tattooed here. I don't think she'd want me to. No, my mom would be pissed. Yeah. If I got a face <laughs> tattoo, she would beat my ass, dude. Swear. Oh, God. Yeah. Like, I don't think that'd be okay. Uh -uh. No. But that's good. I'm glad like they're you know supportive in that sense. You yeah. said that live performance is important. Like I I do see that. Like like I said, there's an uptick, an increase of that live performance piece. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's the live performance or just that um, live event pieces that kind of last last mending piece that we need True. to connect with maybe um the audience that was just used to listening to radio and maybe our i don't know maybe in that kind of realm where they're maybe music in their sense of consumption isn't as easy as just downloading or paying for an app every month no for sure or that care enough to really go and like Support. search for the newest song yeah. but just hear it in passing you know yeah absolutely um, i think live events and, and all that is like kind of that last piece to kind of mend them because people want to just be out right yeah yeah, we did that show at Jam and Jubilee, my first show back in two years. Mm -hmm. And and with the new style of music too, right? So right. I remember, dude, my last show I, I headlined, there's 80 people there mm -hmm. in Mission. And I just did Jam and Jubilee, there was like pushing 400. Really? Yeah. That's insane. It was crazy. It was crazy. It was like people all the way to the back. My goodness. It was nuts. I really it was like the town over from me in Abbotsford. Yeah. yeah. It was awesome. I, I really wonder if that's like, if that's more of people from Abbotsford all coming Just together. Coming, yeah, yeah. Or if that's, you know, people from outside coming to Abbotsford. Because I know, yeah. um, who's the, that famous Steve Weeb? Oh, yeah, the tattoo artist, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That motherfucker got famous people flying in every week. Crazy. Or he'll like fly. I heard a story about him. Like, he was like tattooed, who was it? Like, he tattooed Kevin Durant on a plane. Yeah, like, I think I'm going from Greece. Oh I, I saw it on some ESPN type thing because he was he tats all the basketball players, right? So yeah, yeah. No, he's he's from Abbotsford too, bro. Like the, yeah. the valley is crazy, and that's what I'm saying. Like, are, are these motherfuckers like spinning the economy in Abbotsford? Like all these people coming inside? Yeah, like, I mean, like Gem and Jubilee is like a big like community event, right? Mm, so like okay. uh, like a lot of people were there just for like the community of it. Right. A lot of old people there and shit. Mm -hmm. They didn't leave when I was performing, so I was like, I must sound all right. <laughs> yeah 100 you said you never you never performed on the rap side when you were doing rap when i was doing rap no i performed a lot oh okay a okay. lot yeah but i never performed like this new style yeah and that was my first show back how'd you find that like uh it was cool it was crazy i voice cracked so hard yeah because i didn't because when i record i'm very soft mm -hmm. you know in my high voice and then i didn't know how loud i was supposed to be the monitors were kind of all fucked up and shit and so yeah. i couldn't really like hear gauge how how loud I was yeah so I was like voice cracked so hard immediately and I was like shit mm -hmm. but it went off crazy everyone's jumping around and stuff it was awesome dude it was yeah. such a sick sweet sweet time okay on that same because you're talking about the live performance yeah real quick did you ever hear about that Giveon thing where Giveon had um 
voice cracked. I think, it, I don't know if it was at the Grammys or at oh, some live performance. Terrible place to do it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, at the at the exact moment, he's like reaching for his monitor or whatever yeah. it might have been. And like, they, he said it was tweaking in his ear, like mm. something was happening. He couldn't hear, like it wasn't right. And that's why he had messed up in, in real time. Yeah. I wanted to know, maybe go home and watch it and tell me later, but yeah. I want to know if you think that that was legit. I've never, I've never seen the clip, but if, if it's what you're describing, oh, hell yeah, dude. I can see that happening for sure. Yeah. I couldn't hear myself at all. Okay. I can hear myself. There was one point, like, at, during the show, like, I went out into the crowd uh -huh. during my song called Latency. I was jumping around with everyone. I was hearing myself. Like, oh, I sound great live, uh -huh. like, outside, but on the monitors, can't hear shit, which is crazy. I don't know, man. I don't Interesting. Sound that was nice though. I respect him. It was a whole crew discussion because um, yeah, I didn't. I was like, I'm sure that it could have been you know something going on, but these for guys sure. were saying nah, nah, really? nah, nah, nah. Like something happened and he started reaching for it to make it. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to throw nothing on the man. Yeah, you know, yeah. Shadow give you on. Um, he's doing his thing, but yeah. um, you talked about. I want to know how important because I know that you do really well when it comes to merchandise and like apparel as well. Yeah. Um, talk about that. Like, do you? Because I think that's an important piece, especially the live performance that mm. maybe some artists don't really consider. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, it's one of the most important sources of your revenue. For sure. For um, sure. How important is like designing and that whole process for you? Um, I don't really like. We haven't. Only, we've only ever done two drops mm -hmm. since like the new style. But before, like, I never did any merch before. But like, we we did two drops, but. They sold pretty well, bro. To be honest, mm -hmm. like we we just pulled up to the show, with yeah, them, and we sold a lot of shirts. Like we we barely have any left now. And which is sick. are you marketing these before, or you're just pulling up with designs? We just pulled just up. I just put on my story here. We have shirts now. They almost sold out. Which is kind of gangster. <laughs> we put the we don't have like a Squarespace or anything set yeah. up, so we just had like e transfer this email. Wow. <laughs> and then they sent it. It was perfect. It worked. It was good. That's man. insane. Yeah, it sold That's... a lot. Made a decent amount of money too. And then, yeah. Yeah. yeah is there sick. like um. It, when you do something like that is like team your team like is having the right people to be able to kind of make that happen yeah like so like my our friend's dad was like owns the apparel company mm -hmm. so they just like hooked it up for us that's what's on, up on the low yeah that's what's up yeah See, this guy's dope. using all resources yeah, man. yeah that's crazy i i think that's that's a dope piece because a lot of artists i find yeah are like aren't in that bag yeah um is there like a word of advice that you have to anybody that you know might just be uh, an artist but you know they're so locked in on like the music side For or maybe sure. um maybe they're independent in a sense and yeah. it's i feel like it's maybe just one more piece like i said maybe connecting with the right clothing company or whatever yeah. it might be um but how crazy things can go for you if you're if you want to stick in the, the independent route like yeah. how um how that might help like yeah. you have like a word of advice for anybody that might not even be in that space yet i think i think if you're doing a show no matter where no matter what you're doing if there's people there and they could be potential buyers. Mm -hmm. So it's like when you do a show, right? It's like potential listeners. That's why the whole reason you do a show. Yeah. It's for new people to be exposed to yourself. So it's like if they like what they hear, they're gonna want to support. So if you always have merch there, right, you just buy it. No. I don't know. You can you can like go online and just type in like like uh like you can just create shirts online. Yeah. And then you just order them. 
no, it might be expensive because you don't have like the right supplier or whatever but I'm, right. i don't know too much about that field but mm -hmm. i know if you like got a hookup then you can get it for decently cheap yeah but it's always good to have merch wherever you are no 100 percent. yeah especially if you're doing shows i feel like a lot of times my favorite moments um interesting enough it's when i go to a show like yeah. for example drake summer 16 yeah i have like a legendary uh revenge hoodie oh, okay cool i don't know if you ever remember or if you ever seen those like black all black hoodies with like the purple revenge in like the varsity style text okay yeah yeah um, it's like an interesting and interesting merchandise piece a lot of people have one and yeah. it's re remembrance of that particular tour oh yeah yeah um and i find myself only buying that like 50 dollar hoodie or 60 70 dollar honestly probably not even close to that 30 dollar range but yeah in yeah. expensive hoodie yeah i find myself dropping it because fuck i'm in line we're here we're yeah. here now might as well absolutely it, it adds to like the stoke of like what's going on you're mm -hmm. excited you're excited to see your favorite artist boom i'm gonna buy something from them yeah you know yeah, no money grab, man. Nah, but the thing is, if it's dope, it's dope. Yeah, if it's dope, that adds that extra piece True. to it because it's like shit. It also comes to a point though, like if I'm like a huge fan of someone and they have shitty merch i'll still buy the merch yeah yeah because <laughs> i like them so much i want to support right no that's true i mean i mean unless you were just drag there maybe not true, drag true, there or like yeah. you just pulled up i might not drop the merch for a concert i'm not trying to see like that but no, exactly that's why like if it's my favorite artist i'll buy it no matter yeah. what's going on yeah no very very true like i would i found myself i think my first tour shirt was george watsky oh, okay i don't know who that is youtube rapper he oh, okay did, cool have you ever heard of pale kid raps fast watsky yeah oh i know who watsky is yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah no he pale kid raps fast. <laughs> what a title bro <laughs> that was an og video too on god um he used to do work with anderson pock way early whoa um him and anderson pock were like you know collaborating frequently back then yeah um there's a whole album called cardboard castles you can go and listen That's to cool, it man. 2014 2015 wow. george watsky yeah. yeah it's crazy That's dope. Um, but yeah that was like my first concert t-shirt my sister took me i got the shirt yeah i still have it to this day nice. it's like a little like globe it's interesting that's it, cool i see the vancouver on the back where it shows all the cities yeah um i don't know it just adds to it yeah for sure and i think a lot i think a lot more people should kind of focus or lock in on that too yeah. like, and, it, and it adds to the memory of well, the night right too mm -hmm. like oh, i got this at this show yeah you know, i had a good time here with my friends 100 percent. you know I think I did a school dance where there was literally like a, I don't even remember what the shirt was. It was like a purple. It was one word on, on the front of the shirt. Yeah. And that just became, I just remember that shirt for so long. I still remember yeah. it now, but I don't remember the design. I don't even remember what the word was. No, but for sure. I remember it was a shirt from that night, from that dance, you know, whatever it was. I love it, dude. Yeah. It, it really adds to that. I think that's something that people don't really, um, it, well, I feel like a lot of people do, but it's not focused or locked in enough. 100%. Um, Sweet old memories. No, 100%. Yeah. R&R uh, &R Digital. Yeah, my guys. Your guys. My guys, yeah. Sub-label of Warner Records. Mm -hmm. um, they signed us for the EP we just released. Yeah. Called Deja, but um, we're, we're done with the contract now. Oh, you're okay, okay. Yeah, it was just for the one EP. Oh, was it just the one it EP? It was just the one five songs. Like, yeah. one EP of five songs. I remember I saw you. Um, you know what? That's interesting. I want to talk about that. Yeah. Um writing such a short contract mm -hmm. in today's day and age because i feel like and i'll talk maybe i'll talk for a bit because i felt like this was something that i always noticed where um labels aren't really necessarily in their best interest to sign you in a, Short a shorter shorter term contract mm -hmm. because 
the reason for a long and i'm sure you know all of this very well but yeah the reason for a longer term contract is to give the labels enough time to kind of gauge you know provide you that release date for sure um invest in you of course but give them enough time to see if you're that artist that's gonna pop yeah you know that one percent like the drake or the whoever else you know you know that actually pays the lights in the building absolutely or um you know maybe one of the artists that maybe they they realize that like maybe things were going in that direction maybe we, we either tweak them or we just kind of like shelve it or whatever it might be it's it's the record business yeah it's no other way to put it but um it gives them enough time that long contract gives them enough time to kind of gauge that for sure um i don't see them really signing those shorter term contracts anymore yeah. because it's more so them you know trying to see how it goes with the one project or kind of yeah. gauging it in that sense it's not really giving them much of an incentive true um to kind of hold on to that that hot artist for a longer amount of time yeah um as they just gain public notoriety uh, notoriety whatever you want to call it notoriety uh, notoriety yeah. yeah exactly um but yeah talk about that yeah it was uh for, uh, for this I, album deja i guess in particular deja, if you yeah. want uh, yeah up I've, to you i feel like it was uh it really like what you're saying i get it for sure but mm -hmm. it, it like they're like a digital brand mm -hmm. so like nothing's physical oh okay. so, like they don't i don't think, even think they put people on tour or anything yeah. it's, it's just one of those things where it's like let's get you to the next step of your career got you right and okay. so um it was just one of those deals it was like a no advance deal so we got no cash up front but they paid for everything right which is cool because like i don't like spending money yeah <laughs> you know, i don't like spending money i'm a frugal guy so it's like right. um it's a very interesting business model. Very, uh, I've never, I mean, I haven't heard of it particularly. They, they yeah. have some big artists though. Mm -hmm. So like Dijon, you know Dijon? Dijon, I've heard of that name. Do you know Dijon? Big artist. He was on Jimmy Fallon and stuff. That's their, that's their big guy. That's their the big album. guy. Okay. Mount Joy, the band. Uh huh. Have you heard of Mount Joy? Mount Joy, yes. Mount Joy, big, big band. Uh, so like the. What genre is that again? It's like indie rock. Okay. Yeah. But the the um CEO of RR Digital, that's his artist. He's a manager, so oh, he okay, manages okay. like Arl Grime. Mm hmm. Um, oh Grime or RL Grime, RL Grime, okay, okay. Yeah, RL Grime. He's performing at Faded a couple times. Yeah, RL Grime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he's like an EDM DJ, and, and um, yeah, Ben Persky's a beautiful, beautiful human, amazing mm -hmm. guy, and he he runs RNR Digital, and he uh, he wanted to give us an opportunity to uh, release some music under the label, and and they paid for it, mm -hmm. and they got some, they got the Gianni and Kyle feature on Dago, and yeah, you know. They they definitely elevated us for sure. Yeah, they definitely elevated us. What's what's that's the whole goal of their label is to elevate you to the next step. Yeah, which is cool. And now we're here. Yeah, and all that to say that's that's probably exactly what your objective or perspective in that situation was. Like you just wanted to be elevated to that next step. Yeah, for sure. And like build relationships and stuff, right? And like mm -hmm. all the guys from R and R Digital are fucking awesome dudes. Yeah, so we were just in LA and we met them for the first time. Really sick dudes, man. So cool, man. That's what's up. That's yeah, what's up. They're awesome, man. I feel like that energy, like that initial energy, or yeah. just the energy you have with that person is probably the most important piece it's like how well do you get along with that person just simply in a room like absolutely can y'all kick the shits and like you know hang out vibe, right? and then get to work and then you know jump back and forth between that or yeah. is it you know all fun not too much work or is it all work to not too much fun yeah the the it's got to kind of the the what is it called the the seesaw's got to balance yeah like the yin and the yang of it right yeah <clears throat> it's like the the duality of it too and like yeah that's one thing i was telling you outside right was like i don't do shit unless it's fun 
like especially with the music because music to me is my escape right so like i'm not going to sit there in the studio for hours and be like let's tweak this little drum yeah or let's tweak this little voice a little mm -hmm. uh, vocal or whatever mm -hmm. it's like if it sounds good it sounds good yeah and to me it's like i don't think i don't like to think too much about music 100%. You know, that's why I make songs so fast because me it's like okay let's get this out and whatever's going on up here let's put it out into the universe let's mm -hmm. get it out I get you that know? energy when I watch you and Coltar work together yeah it was so fast every song mm -hmm. is so fast yeah like we, you, don't, we don't spend any longer than one session on something unless it's to really like go back and I do a lot of fucking weird shit in the studio I'm a weird <laughs> dude and so like in the studio I'll do like weird laughs and shit on the song yeah. and, and when we listen to it back we're like oh, okay we gotta take those out because like no one's gonna like that yeah so then uh, we'll just go and take it out or whatever or even if it's too much for me like we'll take it out right so if you're dropping a, a fresh song or you're recording a fresh song with every record yeah how many of them are getting shelved and how many are dropping you know yeah, what's we, your deciding factor if it just depends on how excited i'm over it okay right and so like uh, this next uh projects we have coming out we have like an album that was like almost completely finished uh -huh. and uh that's like very cohesive mm -hmm. so where i got in that mindset of just let's just like make a cohesive project that fucking bangs right front to back bangs and this is like the most like indie type of rock type of stuff i've i've done ever right. fucking bangs dude i listened to it today while i was at work <laughs> dude. i was like this shit is gonna win me a juno or something dude. i've My never been this God. confident in anything That's and like this like listening to this is fucking awesome but like yeah i just feel like it's the cohesiveness of it but i have like 60 unreleased songs that's insane. And like probably not a lot of them are going to get released just because there's no place for them. It's cool. I like, make music here and there because it gets the ideas out. Even if the yeah. song's bad, it gets a bad idea out so the good idea can get placed. I hope you know not a lot of people are making music like you make it. I make music every day. Yeah. Every day. Like not a lot of people are making music like you. Like oh, people are going in there with an objective. Yeah. They, they don't have a product. They wasted however much money on a session they, yeah and yeah. they're pissed yeah, yeah for sure or they're going with an artist oh like we're about to either we're about to use whatever we make from this or it's like a waste session we're not working with you again it's, yeah it's like that in the industry no for sure i just go in there and do it uh-huh yeah especially with people that that's why like with people i work with like i'm pretty kind of like selective not in like a dickhead type of way but just in like a way of like i gotta make sure we're friends first Mm -hmm. You know, so like it was funny, like when we met like Elijah Blonde for the first time. Right, it's my fucking guy. Shout out to Elijah. Shout out Elijah, y'all. Um, love that kid. Uh, it was one of those things where it's like his management set it up with my management, and at first I was a little weary because I don't like to I don't like to make music with people I don't know. Yeah, right. Because it's a very like it's a big energy thing for me. It's like a very personal thing for me. It's Transfer like, of energy. Yeah, yeah it's like a very personal thing. Like I'm opening up my creative juices to you, and you're opening up yours to mine. So like I don't want you to be weird. Yeah, like weird is good, but not like a weird like yeah. you're too cool for school type of way. Mm -hmm. But bounce was late for the session mm -hmm. and so it was like me elijah and his manager taylor outside kicking it for like yeah. an hour dude yeah and we just pulled up never met this kid before um met him and his manager before and we fucking vibed i love that kid he's like a brother <laughs> love that kid and immediately we're like okay we're gonna make a fucking sick song we made a sick song dude mm. it's dope man that's it's coming really... out in like uh, in a couple weeks that's what's up that's what's up yeah. i love that energy piece because for me for me too it's it's the most important thing how do how well do we mesh like are we cool just in front of the mics or just yeah. behind the mics like absolutely which one is it is it like we the, the red buttons hit and then everybody gets into this weird, weird kind of yeah i know what um or like in a in a role of some sense or can we just kick it whether we're rolling or not like yeah you were just showing me like what you were listening to right now we were chilling, <laughs> we we're chilling on the balcony for a bit it was yeah we're just vibing you know it's nothing and i and i told him very well too i don't really call these interviews yeah it's conversations right 
that's what I call them. They're, they're conversations for a reason because I don't like, although yes, I sit here with, with questions and things that I want to ask you yeah. and, and hear about, and these are simply just things that I want to know realistically, yeah, for like, sure. just as being your homie, like we talked about you and I met way back with JML, yeah. um, you know, back when, how you, how old were you again? How old was I? 18. I was 18. So, so I was, you're I was 20. I was not 19, 19 or 20. Yeah. 19, yeah. 20, yeah. yeah. That's insane. And yeah, like four it, years ago. it was really just us trying shit too. It yeah. wasn't, it wasn't, what's the important, like talk about the importance because for me, trying shit is the world. It's yeah. the difference between whether you become successful in, in what you want to accomplish or don't. Yeah. It's whether you actually like jump out on a ledge and do it or don't. Yeah. Or whether you sit in contentment for the rest of your life. Trying shit is so important, bro. That's the only way you're going to grow in life, dude, is to get out of your comfort zone and try shit. I fucking hate when people make fun of people for trying shit. Like you're a fucking dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, like people that make fun of people for trying shit are so scared of, of doing shit themselves, you know? Cause they get so like content in their own little world. Like you said, that shit's fucking lame, man. You just gotta go try shit go fuck up that's what life's about you gotta fuck up dude you gotta lose money you gotta lose whatever and you just gotta you know mm-hmm. be smart about it so you don't do it again exactly yeah and I th- I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that last piece because it's it's about being smart enough and not doing it again like yeah. i i think in a digital space we are in a world now where we watch a lot of videos we listen to a lot of podcasts hear a lot of songs and we're living through people's experiences 100%. and i think that maybe we're interpreting them in a different way yeah like for me i feel like maybe i'm learning from a lot of mistakes that i'm watching absolutely um so maybe i'm not necessarily doing things but i'm still acknowledging that in a sense and yeah. and knowing that you do have to jump out on the ledge on certain things no for sure um, you gotta take risk bro mm-hmm. that's how it happens man i can't even tell you how many times i went broke like 70 cents in my bank account mm-hmm. off of doing music stuff can't even buy junior chicken i've been there you crazy know. dude it's crazy and like i'm still not rich by any means i'm paycheck to paycheck man but it's just because i love this shit mm-hmm. that's why i do it so much 100 you know, i spend the money I, I gotta spend on it and this is the career i want to have it's although whatever situation you're in i feel like a lot of people carry like energy and passion behind what they do 100 <coughs> percent. excuse me and it's evident and kind of like what you do like your, yeah. your music like you can see that you're like putting passion behind this shit um a lot of people like even nowadays i feel like maybe lack that like mm. and it, i don't know like i find that i don't listen to as much rap anymore yeah like we talked about like yeah. i find myself listening to more afro beats yeah. or alternative or indie or mm other genres because i feel like maybe i gain i I pull a little bit different or more from it yeah but yeah the rap really got to that and and bitch all you want but um for me i felt like certain rappers and then it all carries back to like the kendricks of the world and the j cools of the world i found myself going back and listening to new artists that did that role place uh, or sorry that wordplay sense like Mm. that's what i originally fell in love with for sure Um, same with me yeah and and i found myself kind of straying back to artists now that were like that back then so absolutely yeah i think um energy energy is particular and kind of like i don't know even just what you listen to in my sense it was i listened to rap until i kind of pulled as much as i could out of it and then i found afro beats and it Mm. was like damn i'm pulling something different from this for sure that's um, like pop can and all them right yeah pop con um burna boy dope yeah, yeah, yeah burna boy. um whiz kids also yeah, yeah. these are like the commercial pop versions of them yeah um of like afro beats now there's a lot more people that are underground like thames oh i know thames. Bub- bubbling up as well she's yeah. on that wait for you song dope. 
um, people that are, it's 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 this weird thing where we just had Osita. Osita David is one of my okay. homies. Um, he's a lot more in that kind of Afrobeat Sick. scene. That's cool. Um, he's like a MC host of a lot of these events. Oh, dude. Um, and yeah, it's like he's hosting a lot of the concerts and people that are coming to the city and just yeah. doing like doing the Afrobeats thing. And you're noticing it kind of leak into the mainstream slightly for sure that's cool um, man i like that yeah it's it's dope like i feel like a lot of people are going to be hearing a lot more of like burna boy and whiz kid and some for of these sure. artists and like you know featuring justin bieber featuring yeah. you know all of that but didn't whiz kid um, just sound to drake uh whiz kid no no not whiz kid popcon 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah, yeah, cool yeah. cool that's awesome yeah he's uh, he's actually one of the um, like the I think Afrobeats or Island artists okay. that Drake signed to his label. Yeah, really, yeah. that's dope. Mm -hmm. That's dope, man. Yeah, it's dope. Speaking of, um, I guess speaking of labels, uh, Stealth Bomb. Yeah. Um, what was your history with them? What what labels are? Sorry, what albums did you make with them? Just Paradise Park. Was it just Paradise Park. Just Paradise Park. Yeah. How was that experience like working with them? It was cool. It was like full creative control. We yeah. just did what we did, and then gave him the record at the end, mm -hmm. and then he was like, "Okay, dope." Did you feel like you like pulled much from that relationship or like it was just what it, it was what it was kind of thing? Yeah, like like Snacks, my guy. So Snacks, the CEO of Stealth Bomb. Like that's my guy. Like love that dude forever, man. Yeah. He, he's the first one that put me, he put me on my very first show. Really? Every time. Booked me for my very first show ever, just like opened up for his his friend. Mm -hmm. And then he took me on tour, man. 47 shows in two months. Like yeah. that's expensive to bring someone on tour. You have to, I feel like you, you have to pay respect to that. I pay respect to that, man, all the time. Yeah. That guy's a fucking goat, dude. 100%. That guy is like so selfless. He mm -hmm. bought me shoes when I couldn't afford shoes. Really? Yeah, he's a fucking awesome guy. That sounds like somebody that like, saw potential in in this kid that yeah. you know wanted to bring them along for the ride kind of thing 100 percent, dude yeah, yeah that guy's a fucking awesome guy but we just did the one album with them and then my style changed too much mm -hmm. from the from like what their fan base would expect so yeah we moved on but but i'm forever grateful for my time with them they're all yeah. fucking awesome people you find it was like a smooth departure or was it kind of like a little bit rocky kind oh, of? oh not at all no it was smooth it was just yeah. like this is the new direction i'm going now and yeah like okay yeah, I don't think it's gonna really mesh well with our people. It's like okay, still yeah. my guy though. One hundred percent guy. Yeah, that's dope. I find that that's like the most that's the the best way that a lot of those relationships can kind of happen because I feel mm -hmm. like I hear too much beef, too much beef, or yeah. somebody complaining that their album or their record label is not doing this or that, or yeah, um, complaining about something that they didn't sign in a contract. Yeah, for sure. Um, a lot of things like that, and to hear of somewhat of like a peaceful departure yeah. is you know the best thing that could possibly happen absolutely so, yeah um, i'm glad to hear that i'm glad to hear that what do you see for your direction going forward like do you see yourself signing with another yeah um, we got a little something a little something in the, some, something in the works i can't <laughs> say it on camera but i'll tell you after uh, i'm here for but, it i'm here um, for it but yeah we got a little something i'm very very confident in it mm -hmm. and uh it's gonna be beautiful shit man so i'm talking about that album yeah. Catch me at the fucking Juno sometime soon, man. I swear to I'm God. I'm going to have to see you there, sir. Yeah, man. I swear, <laughs> dude. I'm excited for you to hear this new album. I'm really looking like forward to really, it, Really, really. Like, I've never been this more confident in my work. But paint, yeah, that's going to go somewhere. Paint the picture of where I'm at when I'm listening to the, Like, the, your common listener is yeah. at when they're listening to this album. Like, are they in the car watching a sunset? Or Yeah, exactly. Sunset, beach, oh, uh, vibe. You got it's, me already. <laughs> it's, uh... It's cool, man. So, like, I'll tell you a story behind it. So, basically, when I was, I used to smoke a lot of weed mm -hmm. back in the day, right? So, I was, like, 18. This is where, right when I first discovered the band Plums. Right. It's very surf rocky. And I would just, like, smoke weed, go home at, like, 2 a.m. And just, like, be super fried in my fucking living room and just, like, dance around the Plums. Right. And I always thought, like, I'm a very visual guy, right? So, I always thought about um, this, like, beach 
town like romance type of like movie and i always wanted to direct like a netflix show really always about this like 1950s romance but use like my favorite songs of these like surf type of genre right okay um but it got to the point where i was like that's kind of unrealistic i'm not gonna direct a movie anytime soon mm-hmm. so let's put it into like my own music so it's and that was back when i was rapping i thought that mm-hmm. so but when, when when it comes to rap, it's like you can't really like, do a lot of imaginary shit. A lot of rap is like real life shit, right? Yeah. So, but with this with this new genre of music, it's like I can really like take my creative juices and fucking throw them yeah. everywhere. And you can do anything you want, really. It's like limitless with this type of genre. And that's what I love about it so much. So I was like, let's take that idea because that idea stuck with me this whole time since I was like 18. So four years. Right. And let's just put it into my music. And we made an incredible album incredible insane. album that's insane. like that. and so it's like it's cool i like mentioned uh, basically they make up like storylines in every song about like different people like different made-up names and stuff it's really fucking awesome i love it that's insane the guitar just, solos and shit just like what came to make that album because you said that as you were at the early conception of this album that you were like say just like you know smoking weed all day or whatever it might have been yeah. like right before that album like started to come to be yeah well like the the idea came four years ago and okay we, we just made the album like, and the album was just made six now six months ago crazy crazy yeah, just been working on it for like six months on and off and here and there but no nah, i'm really i'm really excited to hear this because i i really fall for like that um i don't know it's hard it's hard to put it but like you're you're living a lot a lot of music that i'm i listen to now yeah i'm not really listening to a real story in a sense mm-hmm. Um, for sure i like being able to be placed in 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 a story or in yeah. a situation and and be watching it almost observing absolutely um you know funny enough i somewhat blame it for my lack of attention span sometimes yeah, yeah. i find myself always wanting to consume content rather than just like sitting in silence or like yeah um, a lot of those type of things we'll talk about it another day absolutely um but no like it was exactly that where um I might have just completely lost my train of thought. I get what you're saying though. Like, yeah. like with this, like I wanna, I wanna take someone to another world. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I wanna fully immerse someone. hundred percent. Like whether whether your day is shitty or it's great or mm-hmm. whatever the fuck's going on in your life. Like I want that that however long the album is, 30, 35 minute album or whatever. I want mm-hmm. that to be like you're escaped you're in your own right. world you're doing your own thing like because i want my music to make people feel like how my favorite bands make me feel right right and okay. that's fucking good man i love to feel good dude yeah. so like i want like this album is very very carefree and like mm-hmm. high good energy vibes. how many tracks are we talking probably like 12 12 yeah yeah your last one had what five was it deja had five yeah five yeah a little ep you dropped four of them before and then you just Drop the fifth one. Package and it together. Package it together. Yeah, I, I noticed that marketing. actually. Yeah. Hey, it works. <laughs> give, them, give them all their best shot, right? You know what? It works because I find that it, it shows that, hey, I'm presenting this as a piece of work that I'm proud of. Yeah. That's absolutely. how I look at it, at least. No, for sure. Um, that's how. That's actually why when I listen to music, I actually listen to I try to listen to it from top to bottom. Yeah, yeah. That's the um, best way. That's where the artist wants it to be heard, right? Exactly. Yeah. And then I go and do my own shuffle shit. Like yeah, afterwards, yeah, yeah, you know. Sure. But, Pick the best ones. Uh, exactly. Yeah. But um initially I try to listen to it how it was intended to be listened to. Hundred percent. Um which I think, you know, for somebody like that makes music like you, yeah. like you kinda have to listen to that to it in that way. And I'm really excited to kinda hear it and just be able to kind of consume or just hear your thoughts in, yeah, in that way in the music and yeah. see you know who you're are there any collabs or are you gonna this do this one, one on your one, own one feature maybe a couple more maybe one or two more like later down the line once like everything is settled yeah um but 
Yeah, it's just like the cool thing about this album that everyone's gonna hear is like this is this is like I put like I told you there's different characters and stuff in it, different mm-hmm. names and stuff, but every song has a piece of me in it, mm-hmm. right? Which is cool, and that's one thing I like finally was able to tap into. Like this is me, this mm-hmm. is Cody as known or whatever, and this is like the shit. Like this is me, this is my brain, this is my heart. Yeah, take it for what it is. You acknowledge Cody and, and known as two different people. I'm assuming yeah sometimes i don't feel like known mm-hmm. you know sometimes i feel like it was just like a name i made when i was like 18 mm-hmm. right so it was one of those things sometimes it just feels like it's the url mm-hmm. for some people to find my music yeah and sometimes sometimes i just like you know don't really feel like that is like the end capture of who i am yeah but i don't know it's cool it's like like when uh almost as if like like Slipknot or whatever, like they got yeah. the masks on and stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it's like nobody really knows who they are, but this is where the music is. Yeah, you know, 100%. so that, that's cool. Do you see any type of like name change in the future? Nah, no. too late, too deep. Yeah, that would be a bad marketing strategy. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I feel this. I, I agree with you. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where at this point now it's like fuck. You know what? It's the the cloak that I put on. For sure, the, the goggles yeah. that I slip on. You know, I mean, you know, Big Baby Drum. Yeah, he changed his name to Shelly. Yeah, I noticed yeah, that. Yeah. Shelly, like, a.k.a. Yeah, using a lot of that. Yeah, it's like Shelly, formerly known as Big Baby Drum or whatever. But I like Big Baby Drum. Right? It's, good. it's a good name, man. <laughs> yeah, man. He said he's putting the meat in the in the album. Yo, no, he's not forgetting the the steak or the steak with the potatoes and the side and the vegetables, all that. Yeah, it's putting really, it all together really me, man. Yeah. It's awesome. Fuck with that. I'm really excited to hear it. Thank I'm, you, bro. Thank you very much for pulling up, bro. I Dude, really of course, appreciate man. It. Of course. We've been in the talks for this for a while, too. It's kind of funny. Like, yeah. Like, I've known, like I said, we've knowing you no pun intended yeah. for like four years right four years yeah half like a decade that. yeah almost half a decade. almost half a decade it's crazy that's insane and and like we said like you know collaborating and like just having these conversations with people that like you can actually tell stories with it's, it's yeah. really dope um man shout out jml pj once again yeah absolutely. Um, shout out some of those elijah bond elijah blonde boosted powfu snack oh my gosh shout out my manager yeah. casey my producer bounce a lot of talented people in the in the city of Vancouver. That's all I'm gonna say. Absolutely. When you look at it from a worldwide side, it's Vancouver. Yeah. Man, thank you very much for pulling up. Thank you for having me, bro. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it bro. Thank you for listening on this special episode once again. Make sure you check out the rest of our content. Check out our site, certifiedplatinum.ca, um, for more of our content, conversations, podcasts, YouTube content, all all that, all that you know. Uh, thanks once again. And we'll catch you next time.